Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Do you think guys still get calf implants? How much are calf implants? Do you That's a good question. Do you have the answer over there, Chris? Yeah. The usual price for calf implants is $5,500. Not bad. Is that per calf, though? Can you only get one calf implant <laughs> at a time if that's all you can afford? <laughs> like put the other one on layaway? <laughs> Leg away? <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. I, I don't judge your parenting. It's not my place. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Appreciate that. Have you ever made one of your children cry while playing Uno? I believe you mean taught them about valuable lesson that life sometimes hands you disappointment and you draw four cards at a time. And Mahoney. Uh, it's been three weeks, Mahoney. Uh, you've avoided me. You're not paying. You owe the big Mahoney. How much are you betting on Korean baseball, brother? <laughs> a lot. You need some help, man? <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? I understand that I'm not a smart person when it comes to things like science. Uh, But there are certain things where I'm like, why in the hell are scientists out here bringing back to life Worms that have been dead for 46,000 years. Man, Doesn't that seem problematic? Why? Dave, we're trying to create a real-life horror movie and uh, let the scientists do their thing, man. So I guess there was this worm that has been dead for 46,000 years in some Siberian permafrost. I mean, this is literally like the plot line out of any horror movie. Right. And they decided that they were going to bring it back to life and see if it can reproduce. I guess it's asexual, which I don't know if you know in 2023. No, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> which, I mean, so that's so weird, though, because wouldn't you think that worms would contain things from however many thousand years ago that you said that, like, bacteria and stuff that we just can't... That wouldn't be great? Yeah. Yeah, like, we have, we have no idea what was going on 46,000 years ago. Like, let's just not. Let's not tempt fate. We're, we just got over COVID. Yeah, but we yeah. barely came out of that okay, right? dude. Like, leave the worms frozen. Some uh, some good news today as well. Uh, badass, off-duty South Carolina police officer ended up having to break up a road rage fight that spilled into a Walmart. So I guess that there was this road rage incident. <laughs> These people are yelling at each other. They go into a Walmart, and they're screaming at each other, and one of the guys pulls out a gun. Ah. Cool. At which point, the off-duty police officer... Uh, decided that he was there with his family at Walmart, yeah, yeah. rushed over and tackled the dude and took his gun away from him. I mean, that dude is a badass. I mean, because, I mean, most people in this situation, you see a gun being brandished at a Walmart, you're probably firing back. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. So uh, the, the guy who had the gun pointed the gun at the police officer and the unknown man, and that's when Warren managed to take the gun away and detained him until some other cops were able to show up. So the unknown man, the original aggressor, escaped during the incident, so they're still searching for him. Uh, the actions were praised by the Forest Acres uh, police chief, calling him a true lifesaver. But, man, that is a dude, that is a ballsy move if, if you're going to run towards a dude with a gun when you're not in your uniform. And your and you family's have, there, yep. too. I mean, but also these damn hillbillies. Like, you're out here raging on the roads, and then it spills into a Walmart, and you pull a gun. Like, man, just... You can't throw be, this dude at the bottom of a lake and leave him there. You can't be getting shot in a Walmart. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's not where you want to die looking at their rollback prices. <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting here bleeding out looking at a special on a 12-pack of Pepsi. Oh and there's no help. God. They're going to make you go to self-checkout. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833-YO-DUMMY. That's 833-963-8669.
Hey, Dave, Audrey, Mahoney, and your poor producer. You know, all these people cussing all the time. They got nothing better to do. You know, cussing is just a uh, strong word for a weak mind. But what are you going to do? Well, hey, you guys have a good day. Message deleted. They say some of the most intelligent people curse. I uh, I disagree, man, man. I love using foul language. It is my, like, my wife scolds me because, I mean, obviously she's in a, uh, you know, she's an elementary school principal. Mm. So, like... She's not allowed. She's always, like the filter that we have when we're on the air. Sure. She has to have on basically all of the time. Right. Uh, but I'm with you. I mean, but, you know, curse words are very much like ingredients for a meal. If Absolutely, if Dave. If you can never not, have enough salt. <laughs> you can never have enough salt. <laughs> if they're not carefully placed yeah. and used as the right accent, Absolutely. Uh, they can lose their luster. I, I mean, think that sometimes it's cheap. I can definitely see where sometimes when people curse for comedy, it loses its flavor for me too. But mm-hmm. um, the properly used curse word at the perfect time mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. just chef's kiss, man. The the mother of all curse words, the F word is the most versatile word in the English language. They've, no they question. have proven yeah. that. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. Like, I know that there's people who look down on, on me because literally, like, when we were off the air, you can watch us, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Yeah. You're a sailor. It's, you know, again, we talk like humans. Yeah. You know, we're not robots. We, you know, we're governed by the Federal Communications Commission, so we can't hear. Which, that's weird to me, that, like, governing of words, but whatever. You can't say certain words, yeah. Uh, but, you know, I do think <laughs> that it's funny, though, uh, for you to use, like, elementary-style insults instead of using curse words sometimes. I do love calling somebody a butthole. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 10 out of 10, yeah. man. You're such a, uh, like, butthead or the loser. gum commercials back in the day? <laughs> Remember that? The gum commercials where they... Clean your mouth out. Yeah. 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 You're a nincompoop. Yeah, you you, you cootie queen. What? Like, if somebody in real life were to say, hey, you're such a nincompoop, I would be like, what? What? I I wouldn't get over that, man. That would crush me for a week. That's a a hate crime. You can't be be throwing that word around. Those are fighting words, man. Back to your point, though, Mahoney, about the F word being so versatile. Like, what else in 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 all of humanity would you scream out if you were having an orgasm or if you chopped your arm off? And it's the same thing. Please leave a message after the tone. Dave, don't do the wallpaper. In 14 months, when your wife wants to change the decor, it's impossible to get off. I would rather drink a Harvey Wallbanger while listening to the Wallflowers and get more wallpaper. Message See, but that's not true. They've changed wallpaper. And first off, why are you sullying the great Jacob Dylan's musical prowess? Like I love the wallflowers. I don't yeah. care if you like Same. them or not. I love the wallflowers. Yeah, and if, I, and if I don't do what my wife want when it, when it comes to design, she is going to be impossible to get off. So you can just back up with this whole, like, I'm going to stand up to my wife and start telling her Why how to design wa- things. Why does everybody want the worst for you? <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, you need to tell your wife how it is. I'm like, I do not. Also, I want to see every man about? who's saying that, who's calling us. Yeah. I want to see you do that, too. Yeah. Like, are you yeah. just talking through, like, a, like a voyeurism here? Like, you just yeah. want to see someone else do what you can't? Dave yeah. has a successful relationship going on right now. There's a reason why that relationship is successful. Because I know my role. Yep. <laughs> Keep your mouth shut, Dave. You got it. If you were a ghost, where would you haunt and why? Ooh. I know I'd haunt an old library. You can read all the books during the night. Terrible answer, terrible answer. The worst Ugh. possible answer because, first off, it's you're not going to be reading all the old books. All you're going to be seeing is weird-ass old dudes going to town on themselves on the public Internet. Mm-hmm. That's what your life as a uh. ghost is going to be at the public <laughs> library. So true. <laughs> I feel like I want to change this question because this is hilarious. 
uh, question. Not where, but what would you be wearing if you were a ghost? What would who you would be hunt? wearing? Because everybody talks about, like, why are all these ghosts Victorian? Like, why are they always Victorian ghosts? It's the Ebenezer Scrooge sleep outfit yes. type outfits. Yeah. I would be in 2000's Juicy Couture velour. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing some, I don't know, like platform, like flip-flops so that every time you hear me walking, it's... I'd be wearing some Jinko jeans dressed like I was going to an ICP concert. What? You're like, I can't believe I'm getting haunted by this douchebag. Yeah, like, where are Boom. the ICP ghosts? The, 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 it, would be, it would be woo-boo. The ching of your wallet. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you are a weird duck, and I don't mean that in a bad way. You just decide that you're going to do things that, that I would never... swan. <laughs> Aww. They mate for life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no swan tender? <laughs> Swinder? There's, there's, no swans in, there's no swans in this room. Uh, so let me let me ask you this. Uh, why are you trying to train yourself to be a vampire? <gasps> no, I don't want to train myself to be a vampire. Um, so nobody cares about this, but my, le- not, my neck is very long. Um, it's like a foot long sub. I care. That's what my favorite feature about you. You're a, <laughs> it's, it's you're a, a little show neck. giraffe. It's, like, it's, very, it's very all noodle. It's all noodle up here. If you, so, if, you, if you walk over and just gently push Audrey's head, she'll turn into one of those big blow-up guys at a car dealership. Like, Yeah, no, I'm a wacky inflatable tube-arm guy thing. Yeah, that is me in human form. Um, but all of that to say that I have neck pain, mm. um, which causes a lot of headaches and a lot of migraines. That's and Because, uh, like, tension headaches, blah, blah, blah. Again, no one cares. But here's the thing is that I'm training myself to sleep on my back because I am a side sleeper mm-hmm. um like very fetus <laughs> like i sleep in very much like a like my chin to my do chest do you curl your little legs up as well i, I let really? like a fetus yeah when i sleep <laughs> <laughs> and it's not good have like, you I mean, always been a side sleeper yeah like my whole like it was really hard like after i got my boobs done it was really hard to sleep on my back like that didn't last very long like that mm. was tough um but my whole my whole life i've been a side sleeper um, never on my back, and I wiggle all night long because I just am never really like super comfortable, I guess, or maybe it's just ADHD and sleep form too. Um, but all of that to say, I've been, I bought a pillow that is going to train me, I guess, on how to sleep on my back. And it kind of, if you imagine airports, like the airport seats mm-hmm. where the, the sides that come up and like, Smush your head on, on the, the left and the plane? right. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what this pillow does. Your plane has. It's like locking me in, like I'm like in a straight jacket. Your your pillow has bumpers. Yeah, it's got bumpers <laughs> to keep to make sure that my head just stays put. Okay. And um, I don't know. It's designed specifically for this uh, and training yourself on how to sleep on your back because it's tough. Do you ever worry that you're accidentally going to suffocate yourself while training? Do you- you like you're going to turn into the bumper and just die. No, because that's not how, it's not like really that deep. Okay. Yeah. Do you think you may have like sleep apnea or something like that? Well, like I've, you should definitely like, I mean, because you're young, you're healthy. Like maybe go to like do one of those sleep studies. Well, the other night I woke up choking. I mean, that's how we die. They say, they say, they say that it like, I mean, I, it, it, I, I'm, I'm overdue on this. As well, because I'll wake up in the middle of the night gasping for air. What is that? What are you talking about? Well, I it's do sleep that too. Ap- it's sleep apnea. Is that what gasping? But she's air? not fat like I am, so you know, yeah. like, I know mine is weight related. Yeah. Well, what's mine? <laughs> what, what well, that's what I'm be? saying. Like, what I feel were like you choking on life. What's your boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been a lot cooler if he was. <laughs> 
This is Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love, hey baby, you want then all the wrong places. You want to see what a mistake looks like? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. You know, there's some people out there that they interact with somebody and they feel like there was a real connection, but they didn't shoot their shot in the moment and they regret it. So what they do is they go to Craigslist and they'll say, maybe if I post on Craigslist under the misconnections, that person will also be looking for me. And, you know, a lot of times we think there is a, it's a very one-sided affair. Mm-hmm. It's not, if somebody's posting on Craigslist, the odds are that the person that they're looking for is not also going to be on Craigslist looking for them. But, you know, we can understand how, especially young love, like, you know, that summer love, like mm-hmm. you feel like there's a real connection a there. A fleeting moment. You yeah. want to reconnect. And Dave, many years ago when we were in our rich friend's uh, wood panel lined basement, we put our hands on a stack of Playboys, penthouse forum letters, and hustlers, and we swore to help these freaks fly their flag as high as they can. I you say that all the time, but I just wish that you wouldn't because <laughs> every time you say that, I think about like some crusty, sticky no. Maxim yeah. magazine that has seen but it what? is it's, it is smoking a cigarette itself. Well, but that, <laughs> that's pregnant and it's so true. Though. Single mom of four. Yeah, we have we had. There's a very different upbringing for a 14 year old boy than a 14 year old yeah. girl. True, Audrey. very it's, true. It's very different. So this is not in a basement. This is not a summer love thing. This is the missed love at music festivals, which I feel like is another place where you can misinterpret things. True. This one is a woman for a man. It is entitled Trip Gone Wrong at Bonnaroo. Some guy named Alex, you really helped me during the early stages of my acid trip two nights ago. I was getting anxious in a group of people, so I opened the car door and said, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm having a bad trip and got out of the car. I went to stand next to the car and start spinning my poi, and you came over and asked to see them. And you really calm me down by showing me some tricks and telling me to have confidence when I spin them because I'm just as good as you were. I hope that you'll find me and I hope that you'll find this. If not, thanks anyway. All I kind of got from this was it feels pretty dorky to me to be doing acid up Bonnaroo. <laughs> also, you brought a flaming poi. Which are those, the balls that Double are on dork. fire? Yeah. Doubling down on the dork. Also, <laughs> Some acid trip, flamethrower. You can't go tripping acid at a music festival and bring props. I'm shocked. <laughs> that, Bonnaroo. What are you, Carrot Top? Get out of here. Bonnaroo, like, who, who, who headlined Bonnaroo this year? Like Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> Jack Johnson? <laughs> tripping balls to John Mayer? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> How? Sister Hazel is playing. Will you calm down, Nancy? <laughs> they might be giants. We're on the second stage. Uh, the thing that also surprised me about this is that this woman's looking for this guy because I can only imagine how thirsty this bro was because there's the last thing I want to do is help anybody who I don't know who's a stranger who's having a bad acid trip. Right? When I paid money to go to this crappy festival. Yeah, I paid money to be here and then uh, there's nothing worse than people who just can't handle themselves. Uh, This next one is you watched me pee at Beyond Wonderland. This is a man for a woman. A group of four of you were kicking bathroom doors looking for your peeing friend while one of you spotted me peeing in the trough. You pointed and yelled, what the F? You can pee there? While the rest of your friends marveled at me and started asking me my name. I told you all to stop watching me pee, and then you followed me out asking if I even had a name. I ran off with my friends. Please DM me. I'd like to send you a private invite so we can Uh, connect. These are 20-somethings. I know I would have nothing in common with any of them. All I know is that if I'm in a porta potty at a festival and somebody kicks in the door... My, I'm fighting whoever's outside that door. Are you going romper chick on him? I, my, my, my pants may be down. <laughs> I'm coming at him like a wombat. <laughs> Peeing wombat. That's right. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
You know, there's been a lot of high-profile prison escapes recently, mm-hmm. and you kind of wonder, like, how does that happen? I mean, in 2023, where surveillance is better than it's ever been before, how on earth are there so many people escaping from maximum security prisons? I mean, there's the one in Pennsylvania that had, you know, major national coverage. What was that, a month ago? Is it that dude who crab walked up the wall? There's a guy who crab walked that, up the I mean, wall. That was then, cool as hell. I was they like, found him with like an infrared heat-seeking thing, and he was underneath some tires or whatever it was behind some warehouse. Like, just crazy stuff. But he was on the run for, what was it, like 10 days, I think? Yeah. yeah. So you would think that people, if you were spe- very Surviving specifically- Surviving only on watermelon. <laughs> yeah, right? Ooh. And, and didn't you point out that that's, uh, that's diuretic? Yeah, man, he was yeah. pooping all over the place. Pooping oh, right. no. <laughs> and then picking it up, I guess, so that way they wouldn't, oh. yeah, pick oh. up the scent. I think I would just rather be in jail. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like yeah. that being free and living that way is just not worth it. So you would think that if you were a corrections officer, you would probably want to make a point to, like, not fall asleep on the job. <laughs> I mean, you've got one job, bro. So this guy who's uh, serving a 13-year sentence for aggravated, malicious, wounding, grand larceny, hit and run, escaped with metal cuffs on his hands and legs. Um, he he had those on. I guess some of them were removed during an MRI procedure, uh, mistakenly replaced with the flex cuffs, and so they put the wrong type of cuffs on him. Oh, my god! And he was just waiting for his moment, and luckily for him, not one, but two Virginia corrections officers who were tasked with watching him Escape, he escaped because they fell asleep on the job. Are these the uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, prison guards, security guards? Because it's like, what, how does this happen? I get it. It's probably a really boring job. I've told you that my, my nightmare job would be. Sitting there at the airport being the person that makes sure that nobody else comes back in the exit because up, there's just nothing to do. Well, I don't feel like that's a nightmare job, Dave, because think about all the horrible outfits that you would see and just, you know, people who are just a hot mess and a you're disaster people you're people at watching. the airport. Okay. Like that, I feel like if you're just like a security guard overnight in like a warehouse. There's nothing to look at. That is concrete. way worse. Like, you are in jail right. yourself. Right. Like yeah. air, airport, airport ones, you're like, what are you people wearing? Because even when I'm just at the airport, that's all I do is like, I just judge people constantly by, from their footwear to their outfits. They're like, you're flying somewhere looking like that, you trash bucket. Trash. Like, why do you have Tweety Bird pajamas on that are too long and, and are dirty. In airport? And they're dirty. You're in an airport. But uh, both security guards fell asleep, and now both security guards have resigned. Uh, Good. They can sleep all they want to now. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Have any of you ever taken a leap of faith in your career that paid off? Like, did you switch career paths to get into radio? Message deleted. No, but I mean, in radio, it is a big leap of faith when you go, okay, I'm going to uproot my entire life and move to another city because there's no guarantee that it's going to work. Yeah, we've uh, I've done that many times mm-hmm. and failed several times uh-huh. doing that it's not never fun but we you know we, we we're you know you have to bet on yourself if you don't bet on yourself if you don't move on to that next opportunity it doesn't matter what field you're in you know if you're just complacent you'll you'll you know ne- you'll never get what you want it's so funny because there's like this corporate uh mindset like you got to stay loyal to your company 
and no, you're you like don't. the people the people that you know I knew that were moving and job hopping and everything else when they were younger. I was kind of like, man, why are they doing that? But then I, you know, as I've gotten older, I realized that was smart. That was making sense because they were leveling up every time, and you know, people that that move from you know company to company or whatever it may be, while maintaining a good reputation and yep. doing good work. They're the ones that are getting the the meaningful pay bumps. Otherwise, you're just like, you know, you're getting a cost of living increase, maybe. maybe. One of the things that I had to do in order to kind of get where I am very thankful yet now is I had to go backwards to go forwards. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, is that at the time, I was making pretty much like to 25, double what I ended up making whenever I first started in radio. And I had like three jobs, of course, because yeah. that's what you have to do whenever you're first grinding, right? And I was like, I don't want to, I want to put all of my focus on radio. And I moved across the country, did that for I literally, like I said, half of what I was making originally. And it was because I wanted to, to really test it out to really see whether or not like I was any good, you know, and like very thankfully ended up working in my favor. Um, but otherwise, like, I feel like sometimes people don't think like that. Like sometimes people are like, well, I'm already making so much money now, you know, working this amount of jobs, especially if you're like bartending or something. Cause you make just so, much, much, so, so much, so much money. Yeah. Oh but my it, God. Then you, you know, then I have, I have friends who I've known, you know, for a long, long time who are my age and they're in their forties now and are still trying to bartend and their bodies are breaking down. Yeah, and it, and, it's you know, tough. And it, you know, it's it's one way or the other. You know, there's never a right answer, but because you're going to pay one way or the other. But one of the interesting things that was told to me that I have found to be true in every industry that I've I've ever worked in is that what you negotiate and what you go in at is within about fifteen to twenty percent of your maximum that you will ever make at that place. So like yeah. thinking that you're going to get raises and continue to level that up. And that's why you have that's why you do have to jump jobs and never take a you know, if you're in a position to take uh, uh, you know, to choose where you want to go, don't take that bad deal thinking that this is a good company and I'm, I'm going to level up. It just doesn't work like that anymore. It's just so unfortunate, too, like for us, Mahoney, because I really did try to sleep my way to the top, and it just didn't work, you know? <laughs> I just, I really wish I, that that was an option for me. Wait, I That's, thought, though, that at the time, whenever you did try it, was the year that you guys had to split a salary. We were off from two, two for one. one. They still, <laughs> they're like, no, <laughs> we're good. I had to sleep with these guys to get this job. Please leave a message after the tone. I am paying my property taxes, and I also received in the mail a mail-in ballot for this upcoming election, and they want to override the school budget. Every other year, they want to override the school budget. Why even make a budget? Because they're constantly overriding it, thus teaching our children that if we cry long and hard enough, that eventually they'll get their way. Message deleted. I mean, there's nothing more fun because we, you know, it is tax time for a lot of people. If you've it done is. extensions and everything, there's nothing. I, I, I don't know exactly what you're talking about with all the budgets and all that because you're obviously following things that I'm not uh, as closely. But uh, when you have to write a check to uh -huh. just the air, yep. you know, when you, when you have to pay taxes that are due that you maybe you weren't anticipating, and then the accountant that you have, or you're like, you're doing your own taxes and you realize that you owe money to the government. What if we just did? Uh, they will. They come jail. for you. Wesley Snipes. Yeah, if they're, yeah, they're going to put Wesley Snipes, Snipes away like, for collectively, years. I know, man. Collectively, what if we all, as a nation, <laughs> just got banded together Dude, this and is we like, said, "You want to tax our tea? 
and then we just, you know, went ahead and just I'll did the whole what. thing all over. You know, you know, the Boston Tea Party wasn't even really about that. I they know, offered they, to. They, they wanted all, more taxes on the tea. Yeah, Audrey's <laughs> opinions are not a reflection of the Which Dana is crazy. <laughs> no, but that's such a crazy misconception. Like I legit thought in grade school that we were like, yeah, f taxes, woohoo, we're America, and we were just like swimming across the ocean or whatever it was. It had nothing to do. It had nothing to do with that. We were like, you know what? This is America. We're going to tax you extra. <laughs> like, but hey, for, for the simplicities of tea. We got some cool-ass planes out of it, though. Yeah. Oh, planes. Yeah, we and did. trains yeah. and automobiles. Damn right. Please leave a message after Skyscrapers. The I've always put an emphasis on friends. I have very few, but I have several acquaintances. And when I hear somebody saying, oh, this is a friend of mine, a friend, 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 and I've always believed a friend when you are cold, will give you the coat off his back. But an acquaintance will tell you, man, you're cold. You need to go get a jacket. Do you have many friends? No. Do you have a lot of acquaintances? Message My deleted. friends would say, oh, you're cold? You're beach. <laughs> like, should have prepared better, you <laughs> idiot. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, just say shout out to you and all women. I mean, the female body is just such a crazy thing. Weird. I mean, my, you know, wife and I, we've got four little kids, and to see the way that, you know, she makes babies ah. is just so weird to me. Oh, my God. The fact that you can grow a human inside of you, and then, like, the actual process of giving birth is insane it's as like well. It's like science fiction, for real. They really like, eat off of you for nine months How from belly possible? button to belly button. And also, like, what do you mean, like, this baby was just underwater and embiotic fluid and then no was, gills not a gill not in a sight. single gill inside <laughs> and then just pops out of its little sack and is like hi mom <laughs> like what Mama. <laughs> but the, the stuff that women go through in labor i mean the, the what the body does is just wild and you know sometimes it's not as smooth as like oh my water broke i'm gonna just head to the hospital now it's real easy to pull this off this is a pretty crazy story about this woman who was pregnant it was over in the uk and it was a 45-minute drive for her to get from her house to the hospital. Okay. And they knew the baby was coming. And they were rushing to the hospital at 60 miles per hour, which isn't a crazy speed. But still, like, when you're all of a sudden having a baby, which she was because she said, quote, the baby just popped out ah! as her and her partner. She's 28 years old. She was just minutes away from the from the <laughs> hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, her and her 32-year-old partner were uh, rounding a roundabout, and flip, all of a sudden, the no baby way. just, yep. Another reason why roundabouts shouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> that thing just slipped out because they were going too fast on a curve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took the roundabout a little bit too quick, and flip, <laughs> out it comes. She said, we've been trying to stay calm throughout the journey, but when I uh, started uh, coming out, we were screaming. Can you imagine, like, you're in your car, and just, like, all of a sudden, this baby is just exiting your body, and you're like, ah! Oh my God. I'm, pull, I'm pulling over at a gas station. That's where we're having it. You're just going to deliver it right there on the right side there. of the road? Yep. Said, uh, he said, we got to the hospital. My partner ran out without any shoes and socks on because he'd taken them off to test the floodwaters because the streets were flooding. Like it was a chaotic scene. Why you should always have a spare pair of Crocs? Uh, in your car? That's right. If you had Crocs, you wouldn't matter if it was flooding out there. Then float. Oh, man. How you are you going to turn this story about the marvels of bringing a new life into this world and the incredible female body into prop? Marvels? Yeah, this baby flew out on a roundabout, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they should be fine for not having that thing in a car seat. Uh, Mr. Spence described his daughter's birth as intense. Her name is Sienna. Said uh, she's doing really well right now and is the most chilled baby considering her shocking entrance into the See, world. I don't feel like that is the proper name for a baby who was born on a flooded day uh, via roundabout. 
You got to name car. that baby, even though it's a little girl. You got to name her Noah. Or was the car uh, like a Sienna? <laughs> a Sienna minivan? Yeah, yeah, a Sienna minivan. Like, did they name it after the car? I don't know, man. There's lots I've of seen, questions I've seen, uh, I've, I've, seen, I've seen a little girl named Noah before. You have? <laughs> Real cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, anything goes in 2023, Dave. Dave. Dave at Mahoney. Glitz. Glamour. And out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. Boy, I am not a fan of this at all. Uh, Britney Spears has her new book out, and she is revealing things in her book that feels very, very personal. Like well, that's she, what the whole point of releasing a memoir is. Yeah, but like it's not just her that's involved in it. She's talking about how her and Justin Timberlake uh, got pregnant during their relationship, and she kind of threw him under the bus like, oh, yeah, I had an abortion because he didn't want to be a father. And you're like, oh, man, I don't know. It's just... That like because that's involving she's just him as well. Not the first to do this. I know she's not the first, to but do she's it, one but. of the higher profile people, and especially right now when everything in her life feels very chaotic. Like you know, you're continuing to dance with more knives, dude. I know. I'm not sitting here like advocating for Britney. I'm just saying that like because she's doing this, and we all have the ick from her already. I think if she was probably in a little bit better of like a. a proper mental health standing, we would probably be feeling a little differently about it. It just feels like you're, you're, why are you bringing up stuff from like 25 years ago and you're just trashing this dude? Yeah. I don't know, man. Saying that he wasn't ready to be a father. Let let me just propose something here. Is it entirely possible that maybe he didn't want to be a father of your kid, Brittany? Because, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Pretty terrible mother. Like, I mean, your, your kids, kids don't, don't talk don't to you talk right to you. now. Your current kids that you had with K-Fed right. don't even talk to you. K-Fed is Kevin the one. Kevin Federline is, is the good parent. Yes. Kevin Federline, you have made Kevin Federline seem like a reasonable individual. That yeah. dumb son of a bitch wrote Popo Zow. <laughs> That's Brazilian for make your ass move. Yeah, if you she were was one. just so much younger, though. I, I know, but I mean, she's, she's doing this to sell books, and she doesn't need to do this in order to sell books. I mean, but we just saw uh, Matthew Perry, who was, like, talking crap on Keanu Reeves for saying that he was the reason why his best friend got killed and murdered in his book. I mean, like, it's just, I'm just saying that, like, I'm not shocked that this was released because this is the stuff that people expect in memoir. anybody who's writing a book, like Matthew Perry, when he wrote that book, idiot, moron, lost a lot of respect from Jada Pinkett Smith writing her book. I didn't think I could lose any more respect for her, but I somehow did. And now this one with Britney that's coming out, it just feels, it just feels gross. You know, you know, the, Travis Barker it just showed- talking about how he was obsessed with Kim Kardashian for years and moved to Calabasas specifically for her and now is married to his girlfriend or his sister, uh, Courtney. Yeah, Ew. man. That I was mean, in like, his book. Yes. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave that in. Let me write a book and just tell you about all of the awful things that I've done throughout the course of my life. <laughs> like what, whatever happened, just like that hey, man, is celebrity. That's what I'm kind of getting at. That's just celebrity. Everyone is so. I, I guess we're just so used to thinking that they're kind of these perfect people, and when they finally out themselves, we're all like, Ugh, jump scare. And no, I just like, don't really know what else we would expect from a memoir. I would expect you to be a total dirtbag, but I also like respect people that can just keep it to themselves. You don't, yeah, you don't need I agree to, with that. You don't need to run somebody else's business out there, right? because now Justin Timberlake's going to have to answer to this as no, well. No, he doesn't, and I think that he shouldn't. I think he absolutely will. Any t- anytime he has a microphone in front of his face, somebody's going to be asking about this, at least in the near future. That's true. And I think true, that's unfortunate. But I think it is absolutely unfortunate. I do think that there are so many other things that are 
You think that if he's going on a presser right now that his PR team isn't going to try and block that from happening? I think they'll try. I, I, I think somebody's going to ask the question, though. Yeah. But it's, that'll he, follow him around for forever now. And he does have a big PR tour coming up because he's got that new Trolls movie and everything else. So, ugh. So the uh, the most American halftime show perhaps ever is on the way. Dolly Parton is going to be singing at the halftime show during the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, I was hoping it was the Super Bowl. I oh. was thinking. I that mean, this too. is obviously another. I mean, probably Dolly the, Parton pro- Usher. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! That's that's the that's the Colts doing islands in the stream. I'm. I, I I am here, but so I mean, obviously those Thanksgiving games are usually the like you know one of the most watched games of the year. So that makes sense. And uh, to uh, to really draw some more interest to this, uh, Dolly Parton also just revealed that she also had an abortion with Justin Timberlake. <laughs> ah, this is Dave and Mahoney. So I told you guys yesterday, what a fun day for me. I got to take family pictures, and I know what you're going to say, Audrey. You have to appreciate the end result, and I'm working on that. I'm trying <laughs> to appreciate, and my wife does a great job organizing it all. Like she plans out the outfits and all that, and I was. To be fair, complaining a bit yesterday that she had chosen corduroy pants for me, it like, I'm like Indiana an Jones. Odd choice to wear for you because you probably haven't worn corduroy in what thirty years or longer, ever maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when You're I was not a, a corduroy child, guy. I've never chosen to wear corduroy. Right. Why are you so anti cords? Well, first off, it's hot. It is. That's the biggest argument, and I will let you lead with that. Hot and noisy. <laughs> Are not two things that I want. What are you for my trying pants. to like sneak up on people? Yes, I'm always. I can't be an effective assassin if I'm wearing corduroy. Okay, so so so. I mean, you guys always take beautiful pictures. You've got a beautiful family. You're all very photogenic. So it's like I, I'm with you. Like I, I hate taking pictures, but the end result, you know, it's something that you will look back on. 20 years from now yeah, and be you, happy. You, I, you don't get these moments back. So, But I just know that I'm going to hate the process. Right. So yesterday, I've already been bullied into wearing corduroy pants. And then my wife drops <laughs> another bombshell on me. What now? It was during the show towards the end of it. She goes, here's where we're taking pictures. And I go, you're kidding me, right? Yes. It is an hour drive from our house. Oh, no. I knew that was going to be the case. one way? Each direction. Uh, I mean, I saw oh, the video of it, beautiful. and it looked beautiful. I, mean, sure. I haven't been, I haven't been, I have a chance to like go up there yet. But, but like, what do you mean? You just, just have taken like. I'm just now seeing this video, which, by the way, beautiful. She did it. She did such a good job addressing all of you. But when I saw this, I'm like, did you have to hike? Yes. To get to this location. That's the other fun and part. And I know what Dave hates more than anything. I hate hiking. So and you're sweaty. You're in all of these clothes and in you're these hiking clothes, up. And, and you're walking on a trail and, you know, my three-year-old son thinks it's hilarious to take off running, but he keeps falling because he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm sitting here constantly having to dust him off. So after the hour-long drive that we, that we take out there, we get out there and it's like a 20-minute hike each way. Oh, carrying man. the baby, trying to keep the three-year-old mm-hmm. from falling over the whole bit. And there are some areas that are actually, like, pretty steep and everything else. We get to the spot. We take the photos, which, I mean, the video that you saw is all a lie. Like, it doesn't look like there was any tears, people melting down, it's all Instagram. of that stuff. <laughs> yes. That's that the definition of Instagram. It's like, oh, look at this perfect family. And so after we take the photos, we have to hike back to the car, and it's getting to the point where... <laughs> It's like dusk because you want golden hour. And so like right as the sun is setting is perfect. Dave, what was the first question I asked you about this? I was like, dude, how hungry were you guys after this? So that was part of it. And we we get back to the car. And initially I thought, 
you know, to add to this nightmare of a day Mm-mm. that we're going to get stuck in traffic as well. And, oh, because it's... Mm-hmm. But then the, the photo shoot, thankfully, had taken so long that traffic had lightened up quite a bit. And I decide, all right, we're all back in the car. The photo shoot went kind of as expected, but it wasn't terrible. Mm. Like, the baby did have a meltdown. And, yeah, there was a few <laughs> things that weren't perfect. But you... you Duke you, you, is wild. This, this yeah. is not your first rodeo. You you anticipated these yeah. sorts of things. And so we get back in the car, and I am very glad to be back in the car. And I'm going to pull a Mahoney move. And when I say a Mahoney move... We're going to order on one of the apps, Grubhub or whatever it was, and we're going to time it out so that way when we get back to the house, boom, the food is waiting That's for us. That's my superpower. We can feed the kids, go right to bed. That's my superpower. And I can so, order any meal, and it shows up right as I'm I pull it in. I'm you didn't just, like, eat in the car. No, because that would have been an additional stop. You know, there gotcha. was, we were just like, let's just get, home get home as quickly as possible. And because it's already past the kids' bedtime and stuff, and the kids are hangry as well. So we get back to the house, and my wife goes, that's weird. Because she looks at her phone. She goes, I just went to check where the food was, and it says it was delivered like 12 minutes ago. I'm like, it has not been delivered 12 minutes ago. I'm standing outside waiting for the food because I think it's got to be arriving soon. And she goes, no, it says it was delivered 12 minutes ago. I'm like, there's no food here. So I even, like, walk around outside to see if... They set it somewhere else. There's a pretty clear place to put your food There's at your house. There's a front door that's fairly yeah. obvious. Or maybe even, maybe if they just left it at the front of the driveway. I went and checked there. I even moved. looked around to like the neighbor's houses to see if they'd somehow messed up the address. None of it. I'm like, did they post a photo of where they put this food? And they had not. Mm. And turns out the person had said they delivered the food from Grubhub. Did not. And didn't deliver it at Dude, all. Did they eat, how so, much food? They, so they took all your food? All of it. Just gone. In the wind. Whatever. You know, and you report it to the app, sure, and they're like, oh, we'll refund you. I'm like, but that's not the problem. You don't want it. That's not now the problem. Now it's You're 7.45 at night, and the kids are all starving, and we're starving, and now we have to make dinner with whatever scraps that we have in the fridge. And that was just the perfect end to the day. So I had cold pot roast if you to had round just out my worn corduroy. The if I just wore the corduroy, none of this would have happened. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. It yeah. all started with the it's anti-cords. Because I, it's because I weaseled my way out of the corduroys and, and wore other black pants. They say if you change one thing in time, it just is a snowball the, effect. Butterfly the, effect. <laughs> yes. yeah, the corduroy effect. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Honest question here. If someone pulled up your entire calculator history, would it be more embarrassing than your porn history? Message deleted. No, no not a chance. Uh, there have been times, though, where I've had to do very simple math, you know, just... Making sure the tip was right, you know. Well, I it's can not, never. The tip is always like, no, you the, don't just getting the, the tip is correct. Ten percent times two. Yeah, but then doing the the math, you know, if you're like a bottle and a half of wine in. Okay, <laughs> it's I happened always, before. Always use it for that. I also used it yesterday, and I gave up. I literally just gave up. I just said, nope. This is too. This is too difficult for me. By the way, the kids of today do not have any idea what it was like for. Our 12-year-old selves having to operate the world's largest, most complicated calculator. Do you remember those TI-83s? Texas Instruments. Or TI-86. They still exist. Am I the only one here that never really figured out how to use that thing? Dude, there were so many things on there that we didn't even get taught in school to use. Because you had to get to a certain, like, 
you learned, point of math. But it was such a show off on <laughs> no. whoever had the biggest TI calculator with the most buttons that we didn't use. Like, look at mine. Look at and the size of mine. So Guys. many kids that I knew. <laughs> Uh, cheated using those because those things were uh, you, you could know, store. You could store basically an entire textbook yeah. in that thing. I had a friend who had Final Fantasy uh, two, a TI eighty six version of Final Fantasy two stored on his. It was like on eight kilobits of or you know whatever KB of RAM. It was just nuts that the what people would do back then. But I'll, I'll say this: I the thing I do like. Now that like you're never gonna hear a teacher say anymore, you're never gonna just walk around with a calculator, are you? Yeah, literally, we all walk around with a calculator all day, every day, constantly. There's a calculator that is no further than three feet from me at any given time, 24 hours so a day. I'm curious why I did not succeed in school. It's because I was always putting five five three seven eight zero zero eight into my calculator. I, I, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did I use the calculator for the most? Spelling words. Spelling. Upside down? Spelling boob. <laughs> Yeah, five eight zero zero eight boobs. <laughs> yep. Oh. oh, God, we're lame. That's why it's like the other thing. I, I saw I saw a meme the other day. It's like you know, kids have all the you know so many different entertainment options in the world. And meanwhile, here we are at 10 years old. We were sitting in front of fan just like saying cuss words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, good times, man. Please leave a message after the tone. Oh, welcome back to uh, Miss Baldry, <laughs> which <laughs> reminds me, I want to tell you, you could beat that comb over, shave your head. Lots of women are so beautiful with no hair. Give it a pop. Talk to you later. Bye. Message <laughs> oh, why'd he get himself off? <laughs> he hung up the talk soon. to you later. Bye is my favorite part, <laughs> man. Audrey, your hair looks beautiful today. Thank you. I am still suffering from early onset baldness, and I, I, I don't know what to do. It's funny because I actually hit... Uh, or one of my girlfriends hit me up on Instagram and was like, I was listening to the podcast at uh, David Mahoney. And uh, she was like, I was seriously, I was listening to the podcast and I'm going through the same exact thing. And I don't know why it's happening to me. COVID probably. Uh, I mean, but a she was like, I COVID have hair loss. I think it's long COVID yeah, yeah. Be- because we're seeing all of these symptoms that are happening like well after the fact, because we were, we were going through and I had COVID not that long ago. Um, but she was like, I haven't had it in months like, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, you going to get uh, wigs, you think? Dude. Because like, uh, I feel I like women's wigs are cool as hell. <laughs> like, I don't know why it's accepted. Like, when you talk about things that are, like, socially acceptable for one gender and not for another, like, women with wigs look great. Like, you know, it's, it's yeah. socially acceptable. Dude with a wig. Or do with the piece, we get made fun of incessantly. Well, it's because it's the way that the piece is put on your head. I mean, like, you got to go to a chick who knows how to put on wigs. Like, dudes who, barbers who are just, like, buying them and slapping them on your all's head. Like, y'all are doing yourselves dirty by that. You can't go cheap on a wig. The dudes, we had our chance with wigs, and then them colonial sons of bitches messed it all up for us. Dude, those bomb-ass, like, curlers and stuff, those powdered wigs. You went too hard in the paint, man. Mm. I mean, I feel like there is probably someone out there who would see a George Washington style wig and be feral for it? I mean, there you can't. Are you talking like a female would be feral sure. for a George Washington if style there are, wig? If there, there is something for everyone. Oh yeah, call me your founding father. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and Mahoney, you're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So they don't make rock stars like they used to, or at least that seems to be the perception. I'm sure there's plenty of shenanigans that go on out there, but man, it used to be a whole different world when. There wasn't video cameras everywhere. And you would hear these stories about, you know, the Van Halens and the Motley Crues and the Panteras of the world. Aerosmith, the Beatles. Yes. I mean, even the, you know, Led Zeppelin were 
maniacs, but it all died, Dave. I know the exact moment when it died. When rock and roll came to an end. What was Sex, the drugs, and rock and roll died the day somebody brought a video camera on to a bus where Scott Staff and Kid Rock were having a devil's threesome with a groupie. Ugh. That was the day the Ugh. music died. I like that somebody had that, that video of the lead singer of Creed and Kid, Kid Rock. Rock, and they were like, I'm going to release this to TMZ or whatever celebrity outlet is going to take it. And everyone's like, no, nah, we don't want to see that. <laughs> That's the only one that never got released. Yeah, like, no, 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 nobody, nobody wants nope. to see that. Yeah. Nope. No. Can you imagine how sloppy? Like, Ugh. I just absolute, like, I feel like there's just too much skin. Too like, much do you, skin. if you're that groupie, like, do you imagine trying to live that down? I'm sure in the heyday you were like, oh my God, this is the lead singer of Creed and Kid Rock. They're on top yeah, of the I mean, world at, right the, now. at the time, I feel like that would be pretty sick. Yeah, but, but then, like, like, 20 years later, you got to live with that. I mean, And you I've, still got, like, a whooping cough. <laughs> you don't know why. Like, you got black lung or something. If you're having <laughs> sex with those two people, I know exactly how you are today. Like, the, they're, they're, they're probably we, dead. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, many, so many bedazzles in your so, life. So, Tommy Lee, obviously, Motley Crue, one of those rock stars that was just off the rails entirely. He went on Bill Maher's podcast uh, called Club Random and was talking about, you know, how he is he is shocked that he is in good health today because he was talking about how he used to drink. And he said that he used to drink two gallons of vodka every day. How does does his body still function? How do you have a liver? Well, because you see all the time whenever people who are so dependent on alcohol, when you're coming off of it, your body can legit just shut down because it doesn't know how to function without it. So I agree with him. I don't know how he is alive. He said that he is blown away that he has a clean bill of health right now because, I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago that Tommy Lee was still struggling with booze mm-hmm. and, like, getting into fights with his kid and is everything else. Is he clean else. now? I guess he is since 2019, so. Before, he got, like, oh. knocked out by his kid, like, twice, right? Yeah. Like, yeah we yeah, heard yeah. all like those was, crazy was, 911 calls. It was real bad for a while there. But, yeah, the fact that he somehow not only survived it but is now healthy is pretty nuts. And Bill Maher was blown away. He's like, are you sure that you were drinking two gallons of vodka? Because we're not talking about, like, two gallons of Wine, oh, I can like that would be crazy. It. But even two oh, gallons of wine would. I mean, a gallon of wine, wine is a, a day. Yeah, like that's nuts, insane. And then you're talking about two gallons of vodka. Like, how do you even have time to drink two gallons of vodka? The second you wake up, right? It's just as soon you're as you chugging wake it. up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but that's that. That's the uh, the effect of. I mean, think about the worst hangover you've ever had and the hair of the dog, right? Yeah. Like you try and level yourself back out Ugh. before you actually get drunk again. So it's like, how much of that is actually getting him drunk? I'll, I'll tell you, when I was doing the, that crazy HCG diet, you know, like 12, 13, or actually it's like 15 years ago. Now, I was drinking a gallon and a half of water a day, and Ooh. that was a lot. And like at the peak, I did two gallons, you know, for like a week. And it was the it was like the worst time of my life. And that's water. Yeah. Well, I've had some <laughs> friends that have gotten into that same sort of thing where they drink like, they try to drink a gallon of water a day. Uh, because it's supposed to be healthy for you or whatever. Sure. You're and, supposed to drink. And that's even very difficult to do to just get yeah. through two the gallons of The horrors of having to pee. Oh. Dude, you're peeing constantly. You, constantly. Don't have, you, know why, you know why you're not eating? You know why you're losing weight? is because you're peeing constantly. But that's how you stay out of drama, honestly. Like, if you just pee all the time, you have no time to think about anything else other than your pee. You just got to go to the bathroom. This is David Mahoney. Up, when your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. David Mahoney. Our first story in the Redneck Report starts with a simple phrase, you got me. 
And that is exactly what the 23-year-old said to the cops after they busted her, after she stole a street sweeper. And this is the second time that we've had a story in the last month of people stealing street sweepers. Mm-hmm. The last time, if you recall, there was a guy that stole the street sweeper because he had he stole it from his former employer because he decided he was going to break off and start his own business, street sweeping, and he got some contract, and he's like, yeah, I can take care of that for you. And he's like, oh, crap, I don't have a street sweeper. Went and stole his former boss. Which... If there's ever a reason to steal a street sweeper, that one is, you know, maybe the most altruistic reason why. This 23-year-old woman from the Orlando area was arrested uh, for driving a stolen street sweeper. She stole the vehicle and mm -hmm. fled and led deputies on a very moderate speed four-minute chase. So, (laughs) but circling back to the man who stole the street sweeper for work purposes, the reason why he was fingered by his former boss it was like that no, but- it should never happen they're like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, he said nobody else would know how to operate this street sweeper and here we are in florida two weeks later drunken woman on a street sweeper mm-hmm. leading cops on a chase so That's i right. feel like his uh you know his justification on why it was his ex-employee feels a little uh a little accusatory to me. Uh, if you're curious how much your bond is going to be if you steal a street sweeper and lead cops on a moderate four-minute chase, twenty G's, uh, nine thousand dollars. Oh, so we get we get out we get out for nine hundred bucks. Yeah, I mean if you yeah bond out, sure. I feel like you're not really going to go to jail. I mean you'll go to jail, but you're not going to prison for that. You can probably get community service. Probably. So you're saying for nine hundred dollars for nine hundred dollars and you too probably can steal a street sweeper, a couple hundred hours of community service. Uh huh. Eh, maybe worth maybe it. Maybe worth it. <laughs> So, the, shockingly, this classic move did not work. A uh, driver and passenger both got arrested after they uh, got pulled over and traffic stop, and they decided they are going to do the old switcheroo. That never works. Never works. Never works. Not like, once. If, if she's allowed to be driving and you're not, why doesn't she just drive to begin with? Right. I don't know. But uh, this guy, I guess who's a habitual offender, and his 20-year-old female passenger were both arrested. Mm. Uh, going 71 and a 45. Smart. Uh, during the traffic stop, they attempted to have his passenger take the blame for the offense of speeding. Uh, ah. And then... He tried to they tried snitch to literally, on his chick. No, they Girl. literally tried to, like, hey, switch seats with me. Dude. Oh. After they were pulled over and the cops were like, Ladies, we saw you. If you if, seats. If your man asks you to <laughs> switch seats while you're out speeding and drunk driving. Red flag. Just fine. Man, you. You, you know that trend that's going on on social media about that dusty ass son? Yeah. And how, like, dads are involved in their kids' lives so that way their daughters don't end up with some dusty ass son. Mm hmm. That, that is this the is dusty. a dusty ass son, man. Like, what are you doing? He's gonna he gets caught speeding. He's gonna make you switch seats. And of course, while the cops are looking through the vehicle, they're like, "Hey, uh, what's with uh, the uh, the digital scale and the large Ziploc bags full of uh, full of marijuana?" So yeah, they uh, they got oh, arrested. Oh, for weed. I mean, but it's still depending on what state you're in. I mean, if you're Florida, drunk, you know, drunk driving. Too. If you are drunk yeah. driving, I understand. But I mean, dang. But I mean, weed. Just, yeah. Come on. I agree. Uh, speaking <laughs> of uh, maybe having a little bit too much to drink. Um, there was an arrest on a golf cart after somebody fell asleep. Again, this should not be illegal. Like, Were I, that's they drunk, the, though? Driving a golf cart or a horse drunk should be legal in America. That is my platform, Mahoney 2024. Audrey, I'm going to give you one guess where this took place. You know, I know it's probably Florida, but I wish it wasn't. It's the villages. I, I it's wish, the villages. I wish Very that one time we would get, like, some drunkard falling asleep behind a golf cart in, I don't know, 
Like, it feels like a Wisconsin thing, too. There's not a lot of golf carts. There should be. In Wisconsin. There should be. There should be. You're right. There should be. Too much snow. This guy, 27 years old, his name is Cody. Cody's are always a problem. Mm -hmm. Was arrested at the Walmart in the villages for driving under the influence. I guess he, uh... He had a bottle of deep eddy vodka in the golf cart, and he decided that he was just going to take a little snooze in front of that Walmart. At which point they he came wasn't out. Even and they're moving? Like, they're like, "Hey, man, you uh, you drunk?" Can they prove like, that he drove there drunk, or maybe he drove there, got drunk, and fell asleep? I don't feel like that's against the law. Uh, they did do a blood alcohol test on him, and it was point two one seven, which that's is uh, perfectly you know. okay to operate a golf cart <laughs> in front of a Walmart. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. The worst cover songs on the internet have landed here for your enjoyment. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. All right, Jason is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Jason? Good. How you doing? Excellent. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. Uh, You're going to let the full 30 seconds play out before you make your guess. If you need a couple of lifelines, they are available. You can tag Mahoney in once. You can tag Audrey in once. Good luck to you. Here we go with number one. And this one, not that popular, 26 views on this bad boy. Here we go. Well, I don't know where I'm going. Deserves about 26 views. Uh, it's from an artist named Ozzy James. Jason, over to you. Do you know it? Uh, White Snake. Here I go again. Yes, sir. Full point. Well Oof, done. We're off to a better start than we have been for the last uh, couple games. So uh, that's good. Yeah. One for one. One for one. <laughs> this next one here, the most popular one in the morning by a long shot. Uh, it's 1.4 million views. And the artist is Newt Gingrich. <laughs> What? <laughs> Old Newt. Old Newt. Okay. How many names are kids Newt anymore? You know what? Did they right. ever name them Newt? I don't, is that his, was that's not his God-given name, There right? was a kid that lived down the street from me when I grew up. His name was Canute. No. Yes. Well, that, was, that, was, that was the family with 17 kids, though. So they, oh, okay. I think, just ran out of names, yes. and so you had to go with Canute. <laughs> Newt's full name is actually Newton. Newton. It's yeah. not really. Gingrich. Newton Gingrich. That is a white, so that's who the artists were hearing. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Good luck. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Our politicians need to stop drinking. There's no so way. There's that sounded like no he way. was Russian. There's no way that was him singing. No, it's not the real Newt Gingrich. Oh, it's a fake one? Oh, it's a bummer. Sorry to, oh. sorry, sorry to depress you guys. I was like, is Newt Russian? <laughs> All right, Jason, over to you. Do you know it? Yeah, Beatles, let it be. Yeah. Well done. Two for two. Lifeline still intact. Here we go on to the next one. Only 17 views on this one from Dr. Love. I know Shelter from all that we see. 
And we'll stop it right there at 30 seconds. Do you know that one, Jason? Uh, I think the song is Tonight, but I can't remember the artist. You're close. Do you want to use a lifeline on this one? I'm looking at Audrey. She's shaking her head, so don't tag her. And Mahoney, maybe? Mm, no. Uh, no, I can't help either. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, uh, shoot. It's okay. You can take a half. You still got two more. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know that one. Okay, we'll give you a half point. Was the song it's, right? Uh, it's close. It's We've Got Tonight, and that's that's Bob Seger. So we'll give you a half point on that one. A quarter point. Tough uh, one. Quarter that point. was a tough <laughs> one. That was a tough one. Okay, so. I don't uh, know that song. This, uh, this next one, 13,000 views on this bad boy. Here we go. So you think I got an evil mind. I tell you, honey. I don't. Singing's out of time. Well, it makes me money. And I don't know why. All right, that's 30 seconds right there. That is tough because it's kind of done in a Johnny, Johnny Cash, Cash style. Yeah. Uh, but that's a big popular song that really sounds nothing like that. Were you able to pick it up from the lyrics, though? No, it's a lot harder on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> that there, there was only one specific tiny part in there that helped me. But Mahoney, I don't know if you have it. I mean, I could help out if you need some help, Jason. Yeah, I do, Mahoney. That please. is, <laughs> come on, feel the noise. By quiet right. That is correct. Yeah, it was the, and it makes oh, me nice. money or whatever. Yeah. That little, yeah. that that was the only lyric that helped that was, me. That was tough. Otherwise, I would have been with you, Jason. I had no clue. All right, final one here. There is still a lifeline. Uh, Audrey is available. Who knows if she'll actually know this one because this one's only got two views on it. But uh, good luck. You need at least a half point here in order to get the win. Just I need a palate <laughs> cleanser after that. So damn good. good. Night. All right, Jason, do you know it for the win? Oh, I know it, but I. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Audrey. Uh, Zeppelin Perfect. Black Dog. There you go. <laughs> the screaming. <laughs> yeah, the screaming was pretty, pretty horrific. Yeah. Only two views for very good reason. Hmm. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Mahoney, do you know what I love about your life? What's that, Dave? Is that virtually nothing bad ever happens to you. Okay. Almost nothing bad ever happens to you. Uh-huh. Uh, but you find ways to make the smallest things the most dramatic. So you and your wife found a couple of, what, $5 bills on the ground, and that's what the big drama is this week? <laughs> That's you live a semi-charmed sp- life, man. You're, you're, first, you're spoiling the story. Okay. So oh. Second of all, uh, <laughs> not everything is perfect in my life. My wife was forcing me to go out and walk in our neighborhood. She was forcing you to do light to moderate exercise? Forced me to go on a 45-minute walk. You're right. The trauma that you had to endure, I'm sorry There's for that. There's so many that. other hours of the day, though. You know, 45 minutes is all she's asking. That's a lot, Audrey. It's a lot of work. <laughs> that's a, that's a, a lot, lot of work. All she's asking for, am, to keep I'm, you around longer so she can eh, snuggle you, you longer. You know, I've seen a lot. I've seen, no, I've seen most. I've seen enough. I've seen most yeah, of it. Yeah, you know, fine. I know how the story ends. You need it's to not... live for her, you know? So, 
my wife and I are out walking around my neighborhood, and we actually end up walking down a street we normally don't do because there was a guy who was out there doing yard work with a leaf blower, and you know, you don't want to walk near a leaf blower. They you, just you don't. They kick up a bunch of dust. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. Bad for your lungs. Yeah. Okay. So you're like, let's let's change our normal. We path, detoured, which is, which is a big deal for you guys. And so we're walking down a new cul-de-sac that we normally don't walk on our route, and there are as we're as we're circling around it, we see. A $5 bill. And my wife's like, there's a $5 bill on the ground. And I'm like, don't touch it. And she's like, wait, there's two $5 bills on the ground. I'm like, don't, let's not mess with this. In the middle of the street? Just sitting there in the middle of the street. Why did you say not, okay, don't touch it? But Mahoney, you live in a gate. It's not like you live in the mean streets of like Gary, Indiana, man. Like you live in a, in a cul-de-sac that has two guard gates. There's not two guard gates. A guarded gate. There's a guard there's a and guard. there's a gate. Yes. That, it's not two guard you're, gates. Like, you're not, it's not like There's somebody's out here planting $5 bills what, why, full why, of fentanyl. Why, why did you think that the answer was don't touch them? Well, it's, it's not ours. Well, it is now. You just no, found it. No, it is not. Find it's yours keepers. Loser. So, you know what I mean. Losers. Weepers. You know, and it, this is pretty early in the morning on a, uh, you know, like on a Saturday. And I see there's like a car that's parked in the street that's, you know, like it looks like they're clearly visiting. Probably fell out of that car, and I'm like, and also, or it could be <laughs> Who the cares? The, it's ten bucks. Hold on. And the other, <laughs> the other thing that runs through my head at this point in time is that it could be we could be getting set up here. There could be cameras. You are the most there could paranoid be there could be cameras human being for ten bucks. So on what's, us. what's the setup? So they put ten dollars in the street, and then they see somebody picking soon it up. As That's I, how it works. Soon as I bend over to pick up those. Two five dollar bills. It's much like bending over and getting the the soap in prison, Dave. No. They come out from the come up and from the bushes and, and molest then, you. And there goes their my way butt. with you. And the next thing you know, you're in love. So, so you didn't let your wife pick up I, that ten bucks. So I go, you know, no, let's oh not. God. Like just just leave it. Don't mess with it. And we come back there again, and my wife's like, if that ten dollars is there, when it's back, when we get back, I'm taking it. And I'm like, ah, no. But we walk by there. The ten dollars there. But there's somebody who is leaving their house. And there's the car that was in, parked in front of that house, which I think the $10 came from. The license plate on that car was Mama. Mama. Like M-A-W-M-A-W. Like somebody's like, Mima. Yeah, like somebody's old-ass grandma, Mama, who, you know, doesn't I know would, where her money is. And she's the, you know, because you know grandmas love $5 bills. They, they do. do. Love $5 bills. I would have <laughs> simply and they're always, taken it right in front of her. Were these fives very crisp? They were crisp. They were too crisp to be laying uh, on the road. Those, those are grandma birthday, those are birthday card yeah. $5 so bills. So what I told my wife, I'm like, if it's there, then you pick it up, but put it on Mama's car. And so just so happens that uh, as my wife's picking it up, notice the other car leaving next to Mama's car. And I go, hey, you know, because it's, you know, it's kind of weird, though, because it's early in the morning. I'm yeah. yelling at one of my neighbors. I'm like, hey, you know, there's two $5 bills here in the street. Do you think somebody from, you know, this car dropped it? And she was like, yeah, oh, that's got to be my mom. She was just talking about it on the, in, you know, in, in, in the house. So my wife would have stole two Chris $5 bills from an old lady who was probably just trying to give money to and her grandkids. we would do it again. Yep. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Buy me a coffee with one of those Chris $5 sure. bills, Eric. It's tough, 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 man. Inflation. Inflation. Grandma has retirement money. I, I told my wife, I was like, I will give you $10. <laughs> she got social security. She got a She's pension. good. Mama's good. Mama's okay. Yeah. I, on the other hand, need my Starbucks. No, ma- that mom, mama, uh, you know, coming to find out, she was, she was, she actually, Work. She's a greeter at Walmart. 
See, she's getting double income. Yeah, no, she's money. No, she's, she's working money. because she does. She she needs the money. She works so she has money to pass on to her grandkids. And we would have taken that from her. Yes, I would have. Tell me where this clumsy ass greeter is. I'm gonna go rob that Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Have you tried any home remedies? Maybe for like a sickness or weight loss that completely backfired in the worst way possible? So I drank a detox tea thinking it would clear me out. And guess what? I just wound up on the toilet for the next two days. Well, I mean, technically it did clean you out. Yeah, just wrong end. Uh, So, (laughs) Audrey, this feels like a very TikTok-y thing to to do. I, okay. Okay, so over to you. (laughs) Uh, So, it's really funny because yesterday I saw a video of this guy who looked like uh, Country McDreamy from uh, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Patrick Dempsey, um, like Yeehaw version. And he was telling you a natural remedy for a sinus infection. And it was funny that it popped up because Mahoney was just talking about him having a sinus infection. Yeah. And I guess he has a farm. He walks out onto his farm and he's like, let me tell you a great way for you to get rid of a sinus infection. And he goes down, takes a jalapeno, whips out a pocket knife, opens up this jalapeno and sticks it straight up his nose. And he's like, that'll clean you out real fast. And I was like, oh my gosh. Am I influenced just because you're hot, <laughs> or, <laughs> or does this actually work? No, it works. That's, um, I mean, he says because something about the oils will drain it out. Yeah, I don't know. I had a sinus infection at a Thanksgiving gathering once, and I just took some hot sauce and just doused my finger in it, and just went all up in there and in your nose. Yeah, burnt like hell, but it cleared me out. It clears you out. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, just eat some horseradish or some wasabi, yeah, and that'll yeah, that'll, that'll that clear works, you out. Yeah. There was like the Dude, first. I love that wasabi burn. Oh yeah! <laughs> when you put a little too much wasabi on your sushi, and you're like, ah, my it's, God, mine is like a turn on it. It is. I am. It's like let's go into the bathroom and kiss now. When, when your food hurts you a little bit, oh, I'm yeah. like, okay, oh, I, could, yeah. I could get into mm-hmm. some, uh, some S&M. Pain S&M. Pain S&M. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the sushi. Mm-hmm. Please leave a message after the tone. Well, it's old Myrtle, your friend from the heart, the old winter woman. I was just wondering if you had a favorite kind of corn squeeze. I'm I'm real partial to to apple pie flavored corn squeezes, but you might have your own favorite kind of corn squeeze. And then we'll talk about fiddles next time. Message I hate deleted. that guy so much. I, I, I didn't I, even I hear anything that word, he said. I don't care. Shut up. Something about Myrtle, and then he was being annoying. Next, He's annoying. Choke <laughs> on a. I don't know if he was just joking around or if this is how he actually talks. I that think guy he was attempting talk. to be funny, and the, the unfortunate thing is, is that we played it. Uh, <laughs> that's on us. That's on us. That's on us. Sorry to everyone listening. Sorry. We also were annoyed. <laughs> Which three words best describes your personality? Message deleted. Fun, flirty, sleepy. Hungry, hungry hippo. <laughs> Dave? Short attention span. Dave. Dave and and Mahoney. So, Mahoney, there's been a decent amount of talk about ex-athletes that have gotten themselves into trouble. We were talking about Antonio Brown the other day and how he actually got arrested because he hasn't been paying his child support. And that's, that's pretty bad. But Terrell Owens is out here. And he also has gotten into a little bit of trouble recently. Not really of any fault of his own. I guess he was playing a, uh, a basketball game, pickup basketball game in Calabasas. Okay. And the, the mean streets of Calabasas, yeah. huh? 
Yeah, and I guess he was talking so much trash during this pickup basketball game that it angered the guy that he was playing with so much that after the game was done, and I mean, keep in mind, like, T.O., obviously, a former athlete, he's been out of the league for a long time, but he's still a beast of a human being. Yeah, I mean, I he's mean, what, like six foot four, 225 pounds easy? Jacked. Yeah, Still, massive. I mean, even though he's been out of the league for 12 years, yeah. So, I guess this guy got so mad that Terrell Owens was talking all this trash and, uh, you know, not being a good sport, according to him, uh-huh. while they were playing this pickup basketball game, that after the game, this guy went, got into his car, and tried to run over Terrell Owens. He tried to run T.O. over? Hit him with the car. Like, I mean, not to the point where, like, he actually ran him over, but, like, hit him in the knee. Oh, my God. Yeah, and so uh, TMZ reported that uh, law enforcement showed up to find out what was going on. Uh, Owens is like, I'm fine. In fact, he actually recently broke his silence on the story and said, quote, I hope the car is okay. <laughs> That's a man response. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying I that mean, like he probably didn't get a little bit messed up if it hit him in his knee. Dude, if you're That's playing basketball though. in Calabasas, they know where you live, bro. And on top of that, T.O. will fight random dudes outside of CVS on a Friday night. Like you, 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 you are picking, you are barking up that wrong tree right now. Like T.O. doesn't have anything to lose right now. He will beat your ass. Yeah, what has Terrell Owens been up to? Does anyone know? He's being handsome. He is a handsome guy. He's a handsome guy. He has an age. He has an age. He has an age at all. I need need that lotion recipe, man, because, I mean, like, whatever it is, whatever that moisturizer is, is working. And and he can still take a Corolla to the knee and be just fine. (laughs) Get him back on the field. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Boy, so let's talk about things that would never, ever fly in America that happen in other parts of the world for just a moment. There is a person that I guess is getting dressed on a nightly basis, and they are dressing themselves as Pennywise, and they are walking around. Not again. Scaring people in the United Kingdom. Now, what we know about the United Kingdom is that obviously there's not nearly as many firearms. I think gun, if you're a citizen, you have to have like all the permits to have a firearm. Like guns aren't. At nearly as common in the UK as they are here in America. See, but you say that this was something that would never happen in America. And do we not remember, like in 2018, the weird clowns that yeah, were hiding? One of them got ran over, and another yeah. one got shot. Because that's what that's what happens here in America. You're gonna come out here. You're gonna try to scare us. You can run over Did shot. They get shot. There, there was a there was a clown that got shot. I don't know if it was in the 2018 one, but there was a guy who was in a clown outfit who got shot. <laughs> but that was a very weird time because that was whenever the movie it had first came out. So so locals are being terrified. Uh, some parents not allowing their children out at night due to fear. Um, I'm not you know one of those people that is a gun owner that is uh, you know like carrying my gun around, threatening people with it, real nervous. If some creepy killer clown comes walking onto my property. I'm going to reverse that policy. I'm going to shoot you. Stand your clown. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. (laughs) 